What's up, everybody? It is Chris Aiken, and I just wanted to let you know of a special deal I've got going on for this bad boy right here. There it is. Judas Priest Cause and Effect Turbo. My book on the album Turbo from the band Judas Priest. Um, I just uncovered a box with a few more copies of it that are autographed. So if you have been waiting and looking for an autographed copy of Cause and Effect Turbo by me, it is now available for a very limited time. Like I said, I only found a few copies, but if you want a copy, it is yours for the having. So just go over to chrisakenbooks.com and it's right there for purchase. Just click on the one that says autograph copy and it's all yours, all right? So get it today one more time. Where is it? There it is. Cause and Effect Turbo, my book on Judas Priest. Peace. in London right here on your classic metal show with Ride You Through the Night from the uh, Playa Del Rock release. Have you seen or heard anything from Nader in a while? Not in a long time, man. I don't know what Nader's up to. I know he's down in Baja, New Mexico or Mexico, rather. Hopefully the Federales didn't get him. Well, he, uh, he he moved there a while ago. He was living in Las Vegas for the for the longest time and then he right. left and i i used to hear from him fairly frequently and don't hear much from him anymore no i don't know what he's up to i'm sure he's fine but yeah, i'm sure he is I, I'll, I'll probably hit him up this week and see see what's going on with him but sure. boy when he when he would call into the show i don't think he he made me laugh that guy is yeah. the funniest son of a bitch i swear to god mm-hmm He's just his, just his character is just funny. Yeah. Oh no. He's, he's a funny character, man. There's no question about that. Yeah. All right. Well, since we were being uh chick centric in the mm-hmm. last, uh, the last uh, segment. Yes. I, I'm sure you may or may not have heard this or not. Uh, are you aware of these quote unquote, these, these ex playmates who were, Remember when uh, Hugh Hefner uh, was, uh, what do you want to call, esquiring or esquiring around two or three women? He referred to him as a, to them as his wives or whatever the case may. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He, he had mm-hmm. like he had like two of them. You know, he would always just like go around and he'd he'd have two of them. Well, he had three. He had Kendra Wilkinson. Oh, you know, see, you would know this. And who was the other two? Holly, Holly Madison. Holly Madison. Hugh Hefner. Chicks. Bridget, Bridget Marquard. I don't remember the third one. The girls next door. That, that should tell me who it is. It's, um yeah, Bridget, I think. I think you're right on that. Yeah, Bridget Marquard, Holly Madison, and Kendra. Right. And, you know, obviously Hugh Hefner being who he was mm-hmm. changed the whole world as far as attitudes toward uh, naked chicks. Sure. <laughs> Consuming naked chicks in magazines. Mm-hmm. And prior to Hugh Hefner, there was 
if there was any stag film type stuff, it was all underground. Sure. And it was, I, I guess you'd have to buy it from like France or something. Yeah. But, but you, he changed, you want, meanwhile, it's all out there now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but, but, you know, we're talking, you know, 70 years now. Sure. You know, so at the time, what he was doing was groundbreaking. I mean, he, he's the guy who led the, um, uh, led the, um, American public to accept nudity, I guess. Uh, hero. That's what I call him. A hero. Well, uh, but, but, you know, obviously others followed in his footsteps, be it Larry Flint. Or, yeah. Uh, with their, with their respective publications. Sure. But uh, Hugh Hefner was the guy who, you know, broke down the door, per se. He did. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, uh, people expected Hugh to, I don't know, be on the cutting edge from there on out. Right. Mm -hmm. So up until his death, and I think he passed away in 2017, Mm -hmm. uh, he stunned and shocked the world. By having his three women. Yeah, that was so stunning. Which, you know, he claimed at his advanced age that he was banging all of them, which. Good for him. He may have been. I, I don't know. Yeah, but could but have they, been. Were all, they were all stunning blondes, mm-hmm. you know, living the life as Playboy models, bunnies, whatever yeah. you want to call them. Well, I don't know about two of them, but I know that Kendra Wilkinson, she can fuck. There's a, there's definitely a, a sex tape of her out there. Like before she was famous, that girl knows how to work those hips on a dick. Jesus. All right. She's a, she's a goer. Well, here we are, uh, five years removed since, uh, Hugh Hefner passed away. Mm-hmm. Now, now these chicks are, are dishing the dirt. Oh Yeah. As to as to the the hell that they were gone through to to be uh, Hugh Hefner's chick, mm-hmm. but, sure. but not one of them would have given up that position at the time. No, of course not. None of them did. If it was well, so bad, they just hung in anyway. Yeah. Well, this kind of goes back to what we were talking about last week with Ron Jeremy being on trial, and you know. Uh, potentially being sentenced to the rest of his life in jail due to quote unquote sexual harassment. The guy's Mm -hmm. a porn star. Yeah. You know, and and some of these allegations are popping up after 30 years. Sure. Well, here are these, here are these three whores (laughs) who, who enjoyed the life at the, at the playboy mansion. Now they're, complaining bitterly about their um role oh i feel bad for these three millionaires that's 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 kind of what i'm saying um no one likes chores but this one is especially dirty okay (laughs) love and use a dirty job but someone's got to do it that's right (laughs) uh former playboy bunny and girls next door start a star, Holly Madison, 42, 42, but anything uh, too old for you. All right. She's not too old for me. All right. Revealed that most of the gals in the mansion felt that having sex with Hugh Hefner was a chore. 
and they well, probably was, <laughs> but they, but they enjoyed the whole thing. It's just like, well, this is, this is the price you pay for being involved here. Yeah. That, you know? that was the price. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, you're you're paying your way. So, you know, my job, even though I enjoy my job, it it is a chore. I got to get up at six in the morning. I have to leave the house by seven. I have to drive 45, 50 minutes in each way. I do my, you know, I do my thing for eight and a half hours and drive another 45, 50 minutes home. Mm -hmm. That's a chore. But but it's the reward at the end of the week. When I, when I cashed that big paycheck, right. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, uh, let's see here. Um, Holly Madison 42 revealed that most of the gals in the mansion felt that having sex with Hugh Hefner was a chore and they tried to check off as quickly as possible. Mm. See, I, I'm looking at these chicks. I don't find mm-hmm. any one of them attractive. I'm all about Kendra Wilkinson. Wh- which one is she on the left? The far left? The one in the pink, yeah. With the pony, with the pigtails. Really? Love her. Why? Well, aside from her activity on film, I mean, do you find her particularly attractive? Yep. Pretty face. Ooh. Nice tits. She's, you think she's got a pretty face? I do. Maybe not in this picture. It's not the best picture of her, but she's got kind of a Jennifer Love Hewitt thing. Huh. If she was blonde. I absolutely come on. She's got an Alice the goon nose. Stop it. Just <laughs> stop it. Now you're just reaching to be hurtful. <laughs> I think she's hot. I, 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 I like don't, her. I don't find any one of these girls, the girl on the far right. She looks like a girl that would be on hee haw. Yeah, I was gonna say she looks like one of the Mandrell sisters. Yeah, she she looks like she could be on Hee Haw. The girl in the middle. Mm-hmm. Uh, <clears throat> that's Holly. Yeah, I can't even tell you what I, I I don't find any though. I don't find any one of them attractive. Well, I mean, that's because you're jaded as fuck. Am I jaded? Yes. If you don't find these th- nothing nothing hot about these three, yes, you Ugh. are jaded. You're you're a favorite man. She's. Oof. I like her. Wow. Okay. I'm trying to find a better picture of her. There's like a million pictures. There's plenty to choose from, but they're all like kind of posed up. Yeah. Which I don't really like. Okay. Copy. No, they, they got they got great racks. All three of them got great racks. Well, I'm sure that was a requirement. But their but their face. Oof. Yikes. I'm all about Kendra. That is for sure. Okay. Well, that's just was then was them. M now. All right. That's just me. Uh, Madison teamed up with fellow ex playmate, Bridget, uh, Mark ward, 48, 48, 48. Start a new podcast. Girls next level that premiered on Monday. The two blonde bombshells lived with Hefner in the Playboy Mansion during the early 2000s and were often in spotlight as the two of his main girlfriends. Mm-hmm. Now, there's three of Kendra. Mm, that face. She's got the old horse face thing going on there. You are insane. I'm not insane. You are nuts. She is hot. 
No. Hot. So you find her face hot. Yes. Not, not her not her body with the big Her body's great, but I'm saying her face ain't running me off. Really? Fuck no. Uh, the only one out of those three pictures that are even palatable or is the center one. Well, it's just the way you're looking at her. Mm-hmm. I'm all about I'm all about it. Okay. All right. Um, so again, they, they lived at the playboy mansion. They, they were, you know, squired around as Hefner's, uh, two of his chicks, his mm-hmm. main chicks, uh, in the first episode of the podcast, Madison speaks out candidly about sleeping with the quote unquote, the alleged notorious predator. Well, <laughs> why would they say something like that? <coughs> the alleged notorious predator. <laughs> are you alleged or are you notorious? Yeah. <laughs> what a stupid thing. One this kind is, of counteracts the other, doesn't it? Yeah. But, but again, this is Hugh Hefner, the guy, yeah. who, the guy who launched naked chicks into the, to the American lexicon in the fifties. Mm-hmm. He's the one who put Marilyn Monroe on the first cover of Playboy. Yeah. Is Ted Bundy an alleged um alleged serial killer? <laughs> alleged notorious serial killer? Well <laughs> none of the females were into it. Like sorry to burst the bubble, Madison, who dated Hefner from get this, two thousand and one to two thousand and eight. Yeah. What did you do for those fucking seven years? Seven years you enjoyed the 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 you know the um all all the benefits that came with being Hugh Hefner with Hugh Hefner. Yeah. Yeah, she, she this is all just revisionist history, dude. Come I, on. I know, but but the thing is 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 I absolutely hate these chicks for saying shit like that. I you, do too. You sat in there for seven years mm-hmm. and enjoyed all the things that came along with being on Hugh Hefner's arm, but yet, oh, I dreaded every minute of it. Yeah, it was the worst. It's the worst time of my life. Shut up. Nobody stopped you from leaving. <laughs> we thought of it as a chore that we had to do, or else we'll get kicked out of the house. Yeah, that's yeah. that's the price. You got to live in a mansion. You're, you're just a chick who was flipping pancakes at the Perkins. <laughs> you know, you just happened to have a physical attribute that made you enough mm-hmm. of an interest to, to, to bring you in. Hugh's only value to you was your pussy and tits. Let's right? just call it the way it was. You don't have any value to him as a companion. Yeah, well, what, what is it that you bring to the table? It doesn't matter. Hugh didn't want to bring, Hugh wasn't looking for a relationship. He was looking well, for some pussy. But what I'm, what I'm trying to say is, is what is your scary talent that, that kept you around aside from your, you know, obviously obvious looks and your, yeah. you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. You were, you were a masturbation tool. That's right. That's it. Yeah. That was your whole job was to keep cum out of his balls. Exactly. That was it. And you got to live a, a good life. You got to mm. be squired around. You you lived in a mansion. You probably mm. were given a, a stipend of some kind. 
and you got internationally famous. Yeah. And you got to go to events and go to galas and go be, you know, uh, showcased around and had their own show. Let's not forget that either. They had their own successful show based on being Hughes bitches. Yeah. But yet now five years after the man is his jaw dropped in the ground, Mm -hmm. you're, you're, you're going to sit there and go, Oh, well, it was, it was a chore. It was tough. Uh, Tough life. No shame. Nope. She explained everybody just wanted to make it go by as quickly as possible. Okay. We held our noses while we did this. Yeah, well, so what? <laughs> she also, yeah, I'm, sure, I'm sure if you knew that, he didn't give one fuck about it. Yeah. It's like, well, you know what? You're here for a reason. You're yeah. here to serve me. If you don't want to be here to serve me, there's the door. <clears throat> exactly it. Oh, but I don't want to leave the mansion, uh, Hugh, Hef, Hef. I don't want to, I don't want to leave the mansion, Hef. What? You didn't earn the, you didn't earn the mansion. Hugh earned the mansion. Yeah. You just, you're just, you, you have the same value as the cleaning lady, except you have a different chore. The cleaning lady has to come and scrub the toilets. You have to scrub his ball sack. Yeah, right. But it's the same. You're just a, you're just another cleaning lady. You're cleaning cum out of fucking Hugh's body. Exactly. She also claimed that the famous sexed up old man would often not move during sex. <laughs> he was fucking 75 years old or whatever. He, he he on his back, you climb on top, you bounce your, mm-hmm. as, as Chris, uh, um, described, uh, you, 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 grind your hips into me and that's right. you know, ride that dick like a fucking wild horse. That's yeah, your job. Yeah. You're a young, vibrant woman and you're yeah. hooked up with an old dude. You fucking grind on my dick. Every once in a while, I'm going to grab those big ass fucking titties that I undoubtedly paid for. That's it. That's your role. That's, that's what you do here. That's right. What, what else do you do? Do you do accounting? Are are you a, are you a tax consultant? What 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 else is your value here? He should have wanted me for friendship. Really? Shut up. Really? Is that is that it? Shut up. Your job was cum receptacle. That's it. You're a cum That's dumpster. Really? You're you're a cum dumpster. That's what your job was, cum receptacle. Right. Nothing more. He wouldn't move. He would be like a bump on the log. In the middle of the bed. I can't explain to you guys how embarrassing that whole routine. How embarrassing. Why was it embarrassing? The only one I saw was him. Yeah. Who who else was watching? Yeah. You only get embarrassed if somebody else witnesses this. Mm-hmm. And again, this was their choice. This was their choice. They could have left any time. Yeah, you stayed. This wasn't a Jeffrey Epstein thing where they were all fucking you know, stuck could have left, especially once they got famous, then they really could have left. You know, once those three got famous, any one of them could have left and gone off to do their own reality, whatever, or, or got paid hundreds of thousands of dollars to do the same interview that they're doing now for nothing on a fucking podcast. How much money do you think one of these bitches would have made to go to TMZ 10 years ago? 
I'm sure they could have got a pretty good one-time paycheck. That's what I mean. Yeah. But, but now all of a sudden it's, it's, well, we need to talk about this now. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because there's nobody to answer back. It's an easy target because he can't answer back because he's dead. Right. Simple. (laughs) Especially as we got later down the road when there would be like a lot of conflict with the other girls. You you knew what you signed up for. Mm -hmm. You're literally sitting there naked having sex in front of a group of people who you hate, who hate you like talk shit about you while you're having sex and you can hear it. It was like hell. It's pretty funny. Actually. Look, look, look at her. Look at her. The way that she just rides his dick. What a boring fuck. She is. <laughs> look, at, look at the way that she moves her hips. She doesn't even fuck. Right. Is either of them alive? Yeah. Wonder if both. I wonder if her pussy is even tight. Is she gripping his dick with her pussy? Look at, look at old Sahara hips. <laughs> <laughs> well, they sure weren't saying that about Kendra. Unless she just lost her skills after the, after the porn video that she has out there. Right. Uh, Mark Ward, who dated, who dated Hefner from 2002 until 2009, another seven years. Yeah, of course. Also shared some behind the scenes details of what reportedly went on inside the mogul's private bedroom. Okay. Right, right there is the uh, key, the yeah. private bedroom. Yeah. The private bedroom that now we're going to talk about. Okay. Right. I was shocked how messy it was. She revealed we walked in and it was just a disaster in there. The lights were out, but there were two giant TV screens in there that were playing porn. That's just so much junk. Who made you do this? <laughs> you know, Hugh wasn't Hugh Hefner was not R. Kelly. He wasn't holding you hostage, you fucking dumb cunts. Jeez, oh man. Could have walked away whenever you wanted to. Yeah, somehow you stayed there for seven years. Yeah. Seven years. Somehow it was tolerable. Somehow, as bad as it was, you still managed to get out in front of that camera and smile and and say about how great it was. Right. So shut up. Then you get in his room and there's vibrators all over the bed. Okay. (laughs) How many? All over? 60, 70, apparently. (laughs) Apparently so. It just was hoarder style. Okay. He was hoarding vibrators. Yeah. Sniffing. Well, he had at least four of these girls with him, so he needed more than one. That's for sure. Hoarder style. Would you rather him just have one and start spreading juices around? Right. I mean, when when I think, when I think hoarders, I think stacks. Yeah. You know, so, and they were all over the bed. All over. How many are we talking here? 60, 70, easy. At least that would be quarter style to me. I bet you three, five. Probably. Yeah. One for each of these BIMs. Yeah, exactly. Imagine thinking you're this big player and you're bringing all these girls home and your room looks like shit. Madison chimed in. It's like the weird eccentric millionaire version of this guy with 
mattress on the floor and a Pulp Fiction poster. That's what he was. <laughs> That's exactly what Hugh was. He was an eccentric guy. Is that not exactly describing what he actually was? Yeah, he wore a bathrobe all, every day, all day. Yeah. He was an eccentric guy that just wore a bathrobe and fucked 20-year-olds when he was 70. Yeah. Man. Right. The reality TV star also recounted her upsetting experience of being pressured into an orgy with Hefner and other playmates. Sweet. She I mean, was, that's terrible. Oh. She was so pressured. Mm-hmm. I thought I would have a chance to see what was going on, see if I was comfortable with it. She said, I just remembered feeling so gross and so used, but yet she stayed seven years. Yeah. Not, a, not gross enough to leave. No. Just feeling gross. All right, whatever. Right. right. I felt like this girl was being so nice to me and so welcoming, but really I was just another piece of meat. For her to throw under him so he look so he looks better. <laughs> All right. Yeah, but yeah, you had no problem dolling up and being in front of the cameras and being on Hef's arm whenever he, yeah. you know, walked you around in front of the cameras and the you know, the red carpets and the the events that you attended, right? Yeah, no, no problem at all. Nope. Allegations of traumatizing horrors. That, that went on behind the gates and closed bedroom doors of the Playboy Mansion during the height of its popularity have been exposed since the January debut of the 10-part A&E documentary, The Secret Life of a Playboy. Mm -hmm. Okay. <laughs> Is this but where yet, we feel bad for these girls? Yeah, she stayed. Yeah. No problem. No, I have no, I have no sympathy for any of them. I mean, you, you, you should be ashamed of yourself even talking about this. No, you know, because you stayed around for years, mm -hmm. years, not, not a one night time that you mm -hmm. just showed up there and things went awry and you went, Oh man, mm -hmm. I'm horrified. I'm the fucking out of here. Yeah, no. not even like two or three months that you would just hang out just so that you could get, you know, your photo shoot or whatever you wanted to get out of it. You stayed for a fucking decade almost. That's a long time. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, it's just, just uh, whatever. Yeah, go away. But anyway, uh, Jenny McCarthy, mm -hmm. uh, she kind of like steps up and kind of like um, defends. The, the, yeah, defends half of the Playboy um, environment. Okay. And was just kind of like put out with all of this. Okay. Uh, Jenny McCarthy has revealed another side to the Playboy founder, Hugh Hefner, amid repeated accusations of abuse from his former girlfriends comparing her time spent at the mansion to a Catholic school while insisting she never witnessed any orgies or big parties. Okay. So she's basically calling these chicks out as you fucking liars. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, many women who have previously dated and worked with the magazine editor detailed shocking encounters with him and made numerous explosive accusations about him as part of the new A&E docuseries called Secrets of Playboy earlier this year. Throughout the 10-part show, which uh, premiered in January, the women claimed they witnessed Hefner performing bestiality. Oh, yeah? Did, did he have, who? Did he have a donkey show or something? Yeah, I mean, what, what, who, what was he fucking? A dog? <laughs> Having sex with minors and even raping women during their time in the cult-like playboy. <laughs> all right. See, again, I, yeah, this, I'm, this I'm, is Ron Jeremy all over again. It's just like, yeah. he was a porn star with yeah. Nick Cock, and he grabbed my ass. I'm not going to say that it couldn't have happened, but why would it happen? There were literally, at any given point at the mansion, 50 girls that would gladly fuck you. So why would he rape any of them? And again, what it, what is the definition of rape? Yeah, I don't know. I, I don't know in this circumstance. I mean, these broads are saying that, well, they, they willingly fucked him. Yeah, and they, and, I, and they enjoyed it for, like you said, almost a decade. Yeah. They had a decade of dealing with his bump on a log dick. But they stayed. Yeah. So, again, why would he be raping other chicks? Again, not saying it couldn't happen. Just saying that's a suspicious claim to me. I agree. Now, former Playboy Bunny McCarthy, who's 49, has spoken out about her own experiences. And according to the actress and model, she never witnessed anything bad in the house. Okay. Uh, McCarthy, who first modeled for Playboy in 1993, can you find oh. a picture of her in 93? Let's see. She's probably, probably looked like all these other girls. Yeah. She was a blonde, blonde chick. You know, uh, she, she kind of had a pretty good sense of humor. She was on like MTV and stuff, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and she ended up marrying like Jim Carrey. Yeah. Yeah. She was like a. She was like an attractive girl who had no problem burping out loud. I think mm-hmm. that was like one of her, one of her, yeah. stuff, you know, she was like a guy chick. Kind yeah. Of. Yeah. She was, you know, she was just a, you know, whatever McCartney who first modeled for playboy in 1993 and moved into the mansion soon after and has posed for the magazine many times since recalled the house being run like a strict dormitory. We weren't even allowed near half or around the house. It was almost like a Catholic school, to be honest. She said, uh, she explained that, uh, when she lived in the mansion, Hefner was married to playmate Kimberly Conrad, which was his main focus. Yeah. Look at her. Mm -hmm. Looks like all them other ones. (laughs) Yeah. Blonde, blonde chick. Yeah. I'm so grateful that when I was there, Hef was married. She said, I think it, I went in there. I think I went in there in a window of time that was kind of safe. There were no orgies or big parties going on, but hearing some of these girls' stories was really rough. Hearing their stories, my heart broke for a lot of these women. Hmm. Yeah, but yet they stayed around. Yeah. Every one of them saw the money and just didn't care. 
Right. In the doc, Holly Madison, who dated Hafner in the early 2000s, claimed that he isolated her from the outside world and explaining that she and the other girls were only allowed to leave the Los Angeles pad for special reasons and were told uh, to invite friends over. So they were hostages now. Yeah. All right. Whatever. Uh, We were all kind of gaslit and expected to think of Hef as like this really good guy. You started to feel like, oh, he's not what they say he is in the media. She said in the show, another one of his exes, Sandra Theodore. Are you familiar with her? I don't know her. Said that she once walked in on the Playboy CEO engaging in sex acts with their dog. (laughs) Wow. I, just like all the rest. I I walked in once and he was to my dog or to our dog. She exclaimed. I was like, what are you doing? He says, well, dogs have needs. And I said, stop that. <laughs> dogs have needs. Dogs have needs. Wow. Boy, I'll put this picture up of this Sandra Theodore. Thus the um, the term horn dog, I guess. I guess so. I'm going to say this. Sandra Theodore did not age very well. All right. Oh, boy. So, so, so Hef was banging a dog when he had all these hot blondies around. Well, they have needs, Neely. <laughs> he was, he was just servicing the dog because the dog. Ooh. <laughs> was that Jane Lynch? Looks like a burn victim. <laughs> I look at her hands. Yeah. Jesus. <laughs> Let me stir my cauldron. <laughs> exactly. Yikes. <laughs> she looks like Jane Lynch's mother or something. Yeah. How old is this girl? Jeez. Oh, man. Let me see. How old is this Sandra Theodore? Google. <laughs> Yikes. Uh, Theodore has also accused Hefner of forcing her to be with a drug mule, claiming that the late mogul made her go on quote unquote, countless trips to go buy cocaine. Okay. She's 65, by the way. All right. She said that buying the illicit drugs for him became so common that it felt like he was sending her out to pick up some milk. Yeah. Well, that's, that's kind of like what the rich people do is just that's why it's not a big deal because it's sort mm-hmm. of like a day in day out thing that they do no i'm not saying that it's right i'm just saying that you know this going in this is the world that you live in yeah it's a world you chose to live in you know you uh, chose to be, you, they, they chose to be a piece of ass yeah that's it she explained that she met Hefner when she was only 19 and uh, he was 50 and that throughout their five-year relationship, again, five years, mm-hmm. uh, he continually slept with other women. <laughs> See, he slept with other women, but I stayed what? there for five years. <laughs> I can't believe it. Hugh Hefner had sex with more than just his wife or his girlfriend. That can't be true. See, again, uh, the the minute the minute 
just normal, whatever normal women are, mm-hmm. the minute you cheat on them and bang out another chick, they're out the door. Yeah. But, but money and glitz and glamour and, fame. Fame fame. and all this other shit that goes along mm-hmm. with it. You're willing to accept the things that most regular chicks would never put right. up with. Oh, because right. sloppy uh, kisses, sloppy kisses. Those hands wouldn't break lobster claws. Come on. <laughs> Robster claws. <laughs> Jesus. But again, it, it's the whole, well, if, if I, if I, you know, break it off, I don't get to live in the mansion anymore. Yeah. And I don't get the fame and the prestige yeah. and the, the wealth and all the things that go along with my participation here. So. Yeah. I guess I'll just put up with it. Yeah, you lose the privilege. Yeah. He's giving you privileges that regular girls don't get. Right. But you have to earn them just like but, any other gig. But, but you enjoyed it. You enjoyed those privileges, didn't you? Mm-hmm. Had no problem with the money and the, you know, the uh, exposure and the, you know, the yeah. opportunities and the things you got to do and places you got to go and. Yeah. You know, all those things. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm sure she, I'm sure none of these girls were struggling to scrape up money to go get a McDonald's hamburger. Right. I'm sure. They were eating all first class. You know, everything was catered. Everything. Anytime they went anywhere is in a private jet, you know, everything was taken care of, but now he's, now he's the goddamn devil. Right. Of course he is. Oh, what was that? That was me. Oh, okay. Yep. Right. Well, well, Skeletor here didn't like him either, apparently. So, yeah. So, um, you know, the, these women enjoyed all of the things that came along with, uh, with being involved with Hef, mm-hmm. but now they're complaining about it. They are bitches. Yep. So, uh, anyway, um, let's see what else we got here. And it's convenient that they do it once he's dead. So he can't fight back. That's nice. All right, yeah, let's do one more. All right, let's see. All right, just, I was trying to finish up the story real quick here. Hmm. I, my my uh, browser closed on me. Nah. All right, here we go. Let's see here. Jenny McCarthy. Damn it. Closed out on me. Oh, well, the moral of the story is these bitches are just saying shit. Yeah, there we go. They're saying shit. We're not buying it. That's her story. Yeah, they're, they're, they're <laughs> so, uh, you know, they're so upset about this whole thing. Yeah, it's very, very, very upsetting. Right. Jesus. Well, I got one last story. This is an ongoing thing that uh, we've kept track of for a while. Okay. Uh, so. Our, our, uh, somebody that we like is somebody who we've covered in the show. Poor Phil Collins. Well, not again. Well, his, his ex chick, mm-hmm. uh, tried to sue him. Right. And, uh, apparently the judge said not happening. Good. Finally, Phil catches a break. Exactly. Phil Collins' ex-wife, Oriana Seavey, has lost her 
$20 million legal battle against the pop star. $20 million. CB, who is 48, sued the 71-year-old for half of the proceeds from the sale of the sprawling Miami estate that once that they once shared, which Collins unloaded for $40 million in January of 2021. <laughs> what a couple. What a what a mismatch couple. Oof. She's definitely bigger than him. Yeah, she is. She's a she's a monster. She's a linebacker. She, she's she's got ham hock arms. <laughs> I mean, she's got bigger arms than me. Yeah, she's got the fucking arm wraps on her like the Ultimate Warrior back in the eighties. Exactly. <laughs> um. Uh, CV, I guess that's how you say her name. 48 sued the 71 year old for half the proceeds from the sale of the sprawling uh, Miami estate. They mm-hmm. won shared, which Collins unloaded for $40 million. She claimed that, uh, he had previously promised her half of the estate. If she moved back in with him, promised him where on words or on paper, pfft, who knows? But on Friday morning, Judge Allen Fine, that would be Larry Fine's uh, grandson. That's right. <laughs> dismissed the case, which was brought in uh, the Miami, Florida in its entirety, ruling that CV had made 10 separate violations of the court orders. <laughs> Jesus. Fine added in a transcript seen by page six, I'm done with this. You can go ahead and prepare the order of dismissal. I feel comfortable that enough is enough. An order of dismissal will be issued shortly. Okay, good. Oh, man. There's this picture. You may be able to find it uh, where she's wearing this bright green dress and her big, her big fat boobies are sticking out all over the place. And Phil is just like all crippled and leaning on a cane and just looks just horrible let's see oh yeah she is definitely not attractive all right let's see here yeah well i again this is just beating a dead horse (laughs) into more death but what the fuck was phil thinking i mean she she is a hideous bitch she's really ugly She's really not an attractive lady at all. You know, I mean, she's just not. Yeah. Uh, using CV's most uh, recent married name of Bates, Jeffrey D. Fisher, the noted Palm Beach lawyer representing Collins, told Page Six before she filed the case, Orion Bates threatened to make disparaging remarks about Phil Collins unless he caved into her demands. For 50% of the proceeds from the sale of the former Miami beach home. What is she going to say? He just laid there while I bounced up and down on his dick. Right. Was that, Te- was, was that the disparaging? Well, she- I think so. Must've a text from um, our friend, John Darlis. Collins ex-wife probably has a dick. <laughs> yeah. look, look how pathetic Bill looks. Uh, I know. Uncle June, do you know who I am, Uncle June? 
Exactly. <laughs> Uh, Phil Collins has steadfastly maintained that Orien's lawsuit claimed an interest in his home was baseless because he never made an agreement with her regarding the home. The court's decision today to dismiss her case vindicates Phil Collins' decision to fight for the right to party, <laughs> I mean, to, to outcome rather than give, give in to her threats. Mm-hmm. Whenever we had sex, he just laid there, just like Hugh Hefner did. Yeah. I was trapped in this $40 million home. <laughs> I, I was just traumatized. Yeah. I wasn't allowed to swim in the deep end of the pool. Right. Jesus Christ. According to court papers, CV claimed that she agreed to a divorce settlement from her second husband, <laughs> Charles Majadi. Uh, because Collins had promised her half of their share of the Miami house if she split from him. So wait a minute. So the only reason she divorced the other guy was because Phil offered her some bucks? Yeah. This girl is a pig in every way possible in my mind. Yeah, I, I you know, that's just a digital image, but I can literally smell her from here. Ugh, yeah, she just Oh my god. She looks like the ladies that do laundry in a lot of those old seventies movies. <laughs> Doesn't she? You like starch? You yeah. want starch your shirt? <laughs> you have your ticket? You have ticket? <laughs> CV claimed that she was unable to understand what she was uh, signing as she relied heavily on her pain medication and suffered from incredible pain after a spinal and neck uh, surgery that left her partially paralyzed and unable to walk, but yet she was still uh, viable to go get married again, right? Yeah. Speaking of people in pain, look at, look at the guy next to you that's on a cane that can't stand up by himself. Right. That just did a fucking tour where they had to wheel him out there and sit him in the middle of the stage. Let's talk about pain, hon. You ain't it. Jeez, uh, which, which is directly contrary to what she claimed in the suit against Collins. Collins denied promising her half of the proceeds from the house. The pair had previously been married from 1999 to 2007. She then married to an investment banker, Majadi, from 2008 to 2017, but reunited with Collins in 2015. So she reunited with Collins while she was married for two additional years to this other dude. How in the world do, do these chicks that are not super hot and clearly are gold diggers? How do they keep landing these rich guys? Because she has that invisible touch. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> she just reaches in and grabs right hold of your heart. Right. I'll bet. <laughs> They broke up again in 2020 and she married Thomas Bates. So, so the, this crippled up, uh, chick, she has this ability to keep landing men. Yeah. Apparently. <clears throat> yeah, she's a disaster. Oh. Yikes. It was reported in court papers that, uh, CV had picked Bates from who she filed for divorce in uh, December 2021 from a male escort site where she advertised him as a sexy intellectual. 
<laughs> Collins was blindsided when uh, he learned that his ex had remarried while still living in his home. And he launched a successful legal bid to throw them out of the house. CV was awarded $46 million upon their 2008 divorce from Collins. At the time, a record in the UK, the pair was shared two sons, Nick, who's 21, who took over his dad's drumming duties in a recent Genesis farewell tour, and the 17-year-old Matthew. Can you imagine that 17-year-old that was probably like 14, 15 at the time of all this nonsense? Just dealing with this nonsense with his fucking parents. With this bitch, this bitch bouncing from dude to dude and Phil Collins being a crippled up disaster. Wow. Poor kid. Yep. CV's 10-year-old son who moved in with his dad because conditions at his mother's were toxic, causing emotional and mental instability for him. Jesus. Yeah, she, yeah, she's not responsible for any of this. No, of course not. According to the court records filing by Majati on behalf of the child, it's believed that the son is still living with Majati. Oh, good. Hopefully in a hidden location so she can't ever find him. Right. Man. Just horrible. Just a mess. Well, thank God Phil won this, though. Yeah, God. he got something went his way. Yeah, no shit. Ugh. Just gross. Yep. Awful. That, that chick is just gross. Yeah, she's definitely not a looker. <laughs> just just chicks, man. Mm-hmm. Yep, they are a mess. Yeah. It was just horrible. I stuck in there for seven or eight or nine or ten years. <laughs> really? You did? Uh, or this one. Yeah, I married him twice. I thought he was changed, and all I got was $48 million. <laughs> right. And do you think between 2008, when they divorced originally, that she blew through that $48 million? Probably. Could you imagine blowing through $48 million? No, I can't. I would think if I got that kind of a fucking lottery ticket, I would treasure that money. Well, but here, here's the thing. She's, she's fighting or <clears throat> claiming that Phil was going to give her half the house, which he sold for 40 million, which would give mm -hmm. her 20 million. Yeah. What did she do with the 48 million, which is more than double what this house was worth? Beats me. 48 million. Oh, look at those tits. <laughs> Please. Anything those cost so, like 300 bucks <laughs> about my point is, is how do you blow through 48 million and you're worried about splitting a house for 20 million? Yeah. She's a gold digging whore. I know, but Jesus Christ, really? Yeah. I just, I just find it amazing that Phil Collins, who made pretty much every right decision he could possibly make with his career. Mm-hmm could make so many bad decisions with this one chick. Yeah. It's horrible. This disaster. It's like, it's like every right decision he made with Genesis and his solo career. Right. The opposite. She's the other end of the pendulum. She's the bad decision side of the pendulum. Just everything with this bitch is just a mess. Poor dude, man. 
Well, thank God he won something. Thank Christ. Yeah, it's 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 a terrible, terrible situation. Well, hopefully he gets away from her and never has to hear her name again. It's terrible. Terrible. All right, let's get the fuck out of here. All right. Well, um, it's been a fun show. So uh we'll come back and we'll do it all over again. So right. uh what do you think we should play? Um um how about um uh anything from night demon i'll I'll play nice tonight night demon night demon night demon let's play some night demon that's right (laughs) all right let me pull some night demon up here uh where's this night demon god damn it Uh, let's see here lmn oh there it is night demon Mm -hmm. all right uh we'll play something from curse to the damned all right uh let's play heavy metal heat what do you think yeah that's a good one the heavy metal heat exactly all right well we're gonna get out of here we'll be back next saturday we'll be back and do this thing all over again so here it is it's night demon to take us out of here till so till next saturday night this is neely along with my very good friend chris Egan. we're gone hi kids thanks for checking out this episode of the classic metal show Get all of our episodes uncensored at www.theclassicmetalshow.com. Join us weekly from 9 p.m. till 3 a.m. Eastern at www.cmsradio.net. Participate in the live chat room at www.chatandkill.com. Once again, thank you for checking out The Classic Metal Show with Neely and Chris. Hail and kill. Fuck you, pal. Ninja!